So we are, we are talking about the anointing, isn't it? Okay. So I, I believe that one of the main things that we need is the anointing for our churches to grow. Is that not so? Because most of us have churches. But we, want, we need our churches to grow. Amen. And that anointing, you get it, is, is it, it, you, you must from now onwards understand anointing in terms of these seven areas that we've been outlining since ISI. It's the same thing. You get it? So, you must understand it and accept it in terms of, number one, the spirit of the Lord, which is the Lord's spirit. Jesus' pattern, his style for anything, including church growth. Like, how did Jesus get a lot of followers, a lot of people to follow him for thousands of years? We are all still, we have never seen him before. Never. But we are here following him. Reading his words. And ready to die for his words. It's it's, it's an amazing thing. Some of us, if we leave our churches for a short while, the church will, will finish. And that is why I believe that I should be able to leave the Kodesh. Or leave the church that I have been pastoring. And the church should be able to work. If I have the Lord's spirit. Yeah. It's, it's a pattern of the Lord for the church to grow. After I leave it. Because Jesus left the church. And the church grew. From twelve to thousands. In different countries. So I don't think that it is the Lord's pattern. To have to be there. To secure it. I have to go to America to secure the place. I have to go to Switzerland to secure the place. That thing, there's something wrong with it to me. I have to go and show my face. Do you understand? So that the people see me and know that I'm the one. And I'm still the one. No. I don't think the Lord had to do that. Do you understand? Yeah. And if I, if I, if I don't show my face, if I don't go there, the people will forget me. They will, they will not remember. They will do this. They should forget. There are a lot of verses. And a lot of scriptures that will realign them at a point. Amen. Amen. So we are talking about the Lord's pattern and his style. And for me, at the very beginning of ministry, uh, I always particularly remember wanting and starting to think, how can I be a good preacher? How can I be a good preacher? And I wanted to follow Jesus' style of preaching so everything that we do in in the ministry if it's growth you must ask yourself because some of us you see that's also another thing you realize that you you are not that's also one of the things that you you must also realize that you may not be a person who can make a church grow the way you are the way you preach and the way you lead it's not that type. You may be better off being an assistant. You may be better off being, doing some other type of ministry work. You know? But I don't know. I think the most difficult thing to see is yourself. Isn't it? Yeah. 
until the invention of mirrors. It is difficult to see yourself, what you really look like. Isn't it? Yeah. So, your church with the spirit of Jesus Christ. Amen. Then, the spirit of wisdom. Understanding. Okay? Now, with the spirit of understanding, right, comes the topics in the book, the mega church. And what I'm realizing is that loyalty has been understood to a point, to the point where people can identify this is that. This thing you are saying is that. When you make a comment like this, very, very small comment, we can notice it. Recently I had a situation like that with one of some group in the, uh, working in the offices. And, I, and uh, the different comments that were made were noticed by somebody who was working there. The person said, that you, the person said this. The person said this. The people said this. The people said this. You see. And even at one point, the people, there was a, a certain reference made called the upstairs people. The upstairs people say this and that. So when you start to refer to somebody or a group in a way, it's like our man. You see, the upstairs people. Those, whatever. You see, there is something wrong. Yeah, straight away, there is something wrong. No matter what they say, there is something wrong somewhere. Because instead of saying we or are, it's like when you meet your church member and your, your church member say, your church is this and this. Your church, well, you thought the person was a member of the church. They said that you are by your church. Your ch-. Then you, as the person is talking, you feel more discouraged because you realize that he's not really a part of the church. Because he's saying your church. You see, your church. I really like your church. <laughs> your church is powerful. <laughs> okay. So now, if you want to have um, uh, church growth, you need, you get it, to understand church growth more. And then you need to understand the anointing itself more. Which is why we shared about that in the book on the mega church. Terminated, transferred anointing. What is that one? The anointing, huh? The man of God's life is terminated and his anointing is transferred to somebody else. Do you get it? Now, I was talking to my wife about um, some of these different things in history. And then I was asking her about Whatever and she was, oh no, yeah, I studied Napoleon. I did this, I did this, and I and I said about, but we we don't benefit from it. You see, because a lot of people studied economics, history, Napoleon, but it has no relevance. It's almost like the studying is here and life is at a different place. That is why we have a lot of people who do Oxford, whatever, but does not make our country better because what they studied and real life is not linked 
So the linkages are not there. Do you understand? So now, the linkages are what we need. We need to link the things in the Art of Leadership book to what we are seeing. Even in this hotel. You know, there are so many things that are signs of something. Huh? What signs have you seen? And what is it a sign of? I can show you. I, I just called somebody I was walking just to walk from my room to here. And I was just pointing. You see this? This is what it means. You see this? This is what it means. And you see this? As you walk, you can see the things. You see? So, it's the linkage between what you know or what you have studied and what is actually happening practically. That's what's not there. So, you say terminated, transferred, anointing. And you are just sitting there like that. It means nothing to you. In practical, real life, what does it mean? Say terminated, transferred. It's not a word that you just say. There's nothing impractical about the thing because the man who wrote the book he wrote the thing from practical point of view. This is not a theory. Do you get it? Yeah. And by the way, when I was in school, the subject that I like most are the most theoretical, highfalutin things. My, my, my interest was even in research. I am also super highfalutin and technical with research and those are the things that I was in pathology I was at the top of my class just a lot of details and a lot of just I mean slides and other pictures and things that's, that's also how I am what somebody is writing practically is different from theoretical research which I can also go into which was even my interest area <laughs> so I'm saying that there's, there's, there's something practical that thing that you see, you can you terminated transfer. You have to. There is a linkage, and that linkage must start to occur. That's what we don't have. The linkage connect from this to this. What's the art of leadership? This is it. And in your practical situation, where you see yourself doing something, you rather that link it to yourself. Now, this what I'm not doing is this. Connect it. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Living transferred anointing. Is it possible to link it? What is living transfer? The anointing on one person is transferred to someone whilst that man of God is alive. So for me, practically, if I'm looking at this thing practically, I am looking to see that is there any dead person whose anointing has been transferred to somebody or transferred to me who is dead? And then is there somebody who is alive whose anointing I am benefiting from or I am carrying today practically? I am actually looking to see the signs and it's only out of humility and the, the fear of arrogance that there are certain things that I may not say or teach. Because out of, the, out of the fear of God, you cannot just stand up and say, okay, I am, I, now I have this anointing, I have this person's spirit, I have, you cannot say that. How do you say something like that? <laughs> then it means you don't fear God. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but if you fear God, you'll be very careful. You don't just say, I'm, I'm carrying this anointing, I have this anointing. But you must be linking and seeing. Is there somebody who is dead 
I'm carrying? Or is there somebody who is dead? Who can carry? Why do you think I, I will follow Benny Hinn? When the person I'm looking for is Catherine Kuhlman. Because of this particular message here, terminated transfer, anointing, this particular point is linked to my listening to Benny Hinn's messages. That's why I listen to Benny Hinn. I cannot understand Catherine Kuhlman. And I could not also understand Benny Hinn. But through Benny Hinn, I am able to, under, I'm able to connect. Benny Hinn is my father as far as miracles are concerned. I learned, I followed him for more than 10 years to understand how to operate in miracles and to have a miracle ministry. From a purely teaching ministry to a miracle ministry where I've seen all the miracles documented and on video for you to see. Yeah. And this particular point, this particular point, terminated transfer, do you see, is practical to me. It's connected to me, to my life. There's always a practical use to it. I think that's what I I learned in SU. What does this verse mean to me? That's the first thing. How can I apply it practically to my life today? Is that not what we ask when we are having our quiet time? Or we are supposed to ask those questions. Do you see? How does it apply to me practically? Do you understand? Yeah. What aspect applies to me today? Oh, Bishop Eddie, are those not the questions we ask? There are some set of questions. Is there what? Is there a good example for me to follow? Is there what? A bad example for me to avoid? And what again? (laughs) Is there a command to obey? A prayer to pray or a promise? And what else? Is there any way in which it applies? So that is why, that is why if you are effectively reading, you cannot read a lot. You cannot read a lot effectively. Because only on terminated transfer anointing, you can stay there and try to think about it. Is there any way it applies? And suddenly, there comes a revelation. That will change, may change, may change a lot of things for you. That is what I believe. Do you get it? Yeah. So, living transferred anointing. Is there a linkage to you today? Huh? That anointing is living and is transferable. Is there practically somebody has that anointing and you also have it? Huh? The thing has moved. Then anointing sharing. You see, now we are talking about understanding the anointing. Anointing sharing is where there is a spirit here and that anointing is spread out. So the person is carrying the burden, sharing the burden, isn't it? Call me 70 men and I'll take of the spirit which is upon thee and I'll put it on them. Amen. That is what we call sharing. Is there any linkage to your life today? Practically. Either. Is there a connection? Daniel, there's no connection. There's no connection. Then what you have read is the same as chewing grass. 
it has no benefit to you, then you might as well not have read it. Even if I read a whole chapter of the Bible, I don't see a particular linkage to myself. I do not benefit from it. I don't feel I've had my quiet time. This is our big problem. Is there any linkage? That's why we don't change because we don't link it to ourselves. We just read and say we've read. We just say we know the points. Number one, number two, number three, number four, number five. Modified anointing transfer. That's the next type of anointing. Is there any practical linkage to your life today of this particular point? That's the next, and I'm reading it from the mega church book. Is there a practical connection to you? Modified anointing transfer. Very, very much so. Very, very much so. Especially if you see that you have another kind of a gift. Or, or something. You may realize that, yeah, this person may be my father. But the kind of anointing that I, I may be carrying is quite different. Or it's a slightly modified. I mean, practically. Can you see the anointing has transferred? How do you know that the anointing has been transferred? How do you know? What are the seven signs that show you that anointing has come to your life? How do you know if there is no sign that anointing has come to your life? Then you work on this thing until there is a sign. Until there is a sign. Yeah. I went to uh, a camp uh, a couple of days ago. Um, Pastor Oku was having a camp. And when I entered the camp, the whole place, you see, there were several things. That made me see that the person who was holding the camp is it's a son to me in the ministry. The environment, the seating, the arrangement, the atmosphere, the flow, because I was outside for a few seconds, the way the whole thing, I, and I said that it is my actual son in the ministry who is conducting this camp. Yes. So, you see, maybe somebody... You cannot get up and say, because of the fear of God, you cannot get up and be calling things upon yourself. But people, you see, can even recognize that, look, this thing, I tell you, is the same thing. It's the same spirit that the person is carrying. Yeah. Because I saw the environment, even the city, because, you see, you may think that the way we even sit at camps and so on is just accidental. It's not accidental. It's not accidental. There is a reason. There's a reason why even you see the city of Etapite and the feeling in the camp and the flow. You see there, you see that this somebody who is around, he's not, he's not around for nothing. Yeah. So that's what I'm asking you is that, is there any connection? Can you locate a movement of anointing? And what are your evidence and what is your reason? If I followed Benny Hinn to understand miracle anointing, do I have any evidence? Do I have any evidence? The first, one of the first evidence was at the very beginning when we started to have miracle, uh, miracle services. I remember somebody came from abroad and uh, we were having a service. At that time, it was quite very similar to the way Benny Hinn has his services. And the person said, a lady, the person said, 
No, the service was just like Benihin service or so, said something like that. And I, I took note of it. Yeah. But you see, what I'm trying to say is that you have to ask yourself, what is the practical linkage to your life? Otherwise, there's no need of all the things you are reading. And there's no need of all the things that... Because you may ask yourself, in Ghana, why is it that... Where was President Kufour trained? Oxford. Where was Professor Mills trained? Harvard. The, 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 none of the leaders of Ghana are locally, uh, locally bred uh, people. None of them have been deprived of the opportunity to go abroad. None of them. All of them, practically, ha- were either from abroad, trained abroad, went to school abroad, Buzia, Nkrumah, all of them. All these people. Except Rollins. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. So it, it, it's not about it's not about adding more points to the points that we know. It's about linking the points that we have already to practical and that also takes time. And you can see that it is on the absence of thinking. It's honestly the absence of thinking. The mind is not working. The mind is on leave. The mind is fresh and unused. And it's fresh and unused practically in your church, in your personal life. Not in the world or in the government. You, practically, your mind is not thinking. It's affecting you. Don't think of the government. Think of yourself. Stop thinking of others when the preaching is going. Don't stop thinking of somebody far away. When you walk on the road, you, you, well, the last time we came, there was no name on the tree. Something, something, oak, whatever. This time we've come, the man has made a name and has put on the tree. Somebody's thinking about his hotel. Somebody's thinking. That's why he's a rich man. That's why he's a millionaire. You are not. He's thinking about the thing that he's doing, the, the work that he's doing, and the tree that has, has been planted. In his, he's thinking about the tree. And you are not thinking about something small in your church. It doesn't occur to you. And you want him to distribute all that he has to to, to all of you who come around. He will not. And he should not. He has put a a, a name on his tree. You don't want to think about a tree. What you ask yourself, what is the importance of a tree? You may cut it down. He has put a name on it. My, when I look at my room, when I came out of I saw that he has put a sign of the distance. So, so many number of meters from here to where you are going. Somebody is thinking about his work that he's doing. And we don't think about it. But I said, I mean it all. I'm, I'm not just saying that we don't think I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to insult you. I mean, it's true, literally. Literally, we don't actually stop and... Uh, uh, what's this? Oye Depo says, I think more than I pray. I think more than I... That's why the university that he has built, you would think you are in America when you step there. Yeah. He's thinking about what he's doing. When you step there, you think you are in America. And the Nigerian government, which is earning 
millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars a day, including unexpected revenues. Since the last when the oil price went up, of over 100 million US dollars daily, extra, apart from the normal one that they get. Revenue, extra, 100 million dollars. Cannot make a university for its people. All the Nigerians are running to Ghana to come to school. So I'm just explaining to you Do not expect people to redistribute the wealth that they have. There are a lot of wealth, blessings, benefits that Bishop Saki should have had, that Bishop Eddie should have had, that have been redistributed. Redistributed. I'm telling you. The the work that they have been doing, hard work for years, it has been redistributed and shared. And we are saying that the era of redistributing one person's hard work, do you understand? It's over. So you better sit up and connect that linkage, linkages, create, you see, like in a website, you create linkages. This is linked to this, this is linked to this. If you don't create the linkages, your mind is not working well. It must not be compartmentalized. Work is related to benefits. Seed sowing is related to harvesting. Okay? What I'm saying may sound harsh, but it is the reality. And we really need to sit up because you can imagine what I feel like. I'm just coming to parrot the book that you have in your hand back to you. Obviously, I will even feel weary before I start. You get it? I've written it. You can ask the people. One day I asked, I think while we were in the office, I asked, I think, Pastor Prince, is it difficult to write a book? He says, very, 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 very hard. Because when I go to work, I call all of them that, let's all go. I don't want to be in the office alone with a, a, a lady or something. I said, all, everybody come. So all those in, in my house, everybody come. And you see them there. We will be there struggling the night. Through, till the morning, till dawn. The, the light will be on, the light will go, the light will come. And we'll be there. And you see that everybody is tired. And has, it's very, 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 very hard. That's what he said. Very, very hard. I said, huh. Welcome. Yeah. And you see that somebody is working hard and what the person should even benefit from, redistribute, redistribute, redistribute. (laughs) Funny. Funny. But God has caused it to be that way. And God is making me tell you what I'm telling you. Because all of us have to sit up. You get it? We have to sit up. And we have to, we have to think of, it is in the book. Obi, I'm going to give you that work. Huh? It is us. Don't think it's true. It's really true. Don't think about somebody. It's us. Don't blame somebody else. Is it, is it somewhere in the book? Find it. The book that you have, it is written there. Never blame anything else apart from yourself. If you are a good leader, you always take the responsibility. And it is in the book somewhere. Never think that it is not you. Or in your case, it's different. It is true what I'm saying. Diminishing anointing transfer. 
Is there any connection? What is diminishing anointing? When the anointing is transferred from one to another, but it's reduced in its strength and glory. <laughs> I've written it all to give understanding to the subject of the anointing. Many people have got it, but they didn't write it. They can see it, but they cannot even perspicaciously identify it. And see that this is death. This thing is this happening. This one is transferred, but it's modified. It's transferred, but it's diminishing. This one is living, it's transferred. This one is death, but it's transferred. That it has even been transferred at all. That has any... Why do you think we write about anointing transfer? Because the idea is that anointing should be transferred to you practically. Practically, you should experience anointing being transferred to your life. Practically. If you don't experience anointing coming to your life practically, then what is the point of the book writing transfer, 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 when you are never receiving any transfer? Was it just a theological discourse? Was it just a, 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 a literature that we were writing? It's not literature. If you want literature, I'll give you real literature. Enhanced anointing transfer. Hmm? When the anointing has been transferred from one person to another, but it's upgraded like Elijah to Elisha. It goes up. So practically, is there any transfer of anointing that you can connect in your life which is gone higher practically think about it i'm asking you a question can you link it because all i'm trying to do is to create linkages it's not i'm trying to give you any new information you know it you have it. you've written exams i'm trying to link it to something practically do you know anybody who is alive who it seems that the person has received some anointing from somebody, but it has gone higher. Do you know? <laughs> and then you start to ask yourself, if the spirit of the Lord is upon you, the anointing is upon you, you start to ask yourself, why does the anointing increase when it comes from this person to this person? Why? It's a question which is not answered in the book. But when the same question you can ask, why does it diminish? Please, those of you who went to Bible school for four years, did you read these subjects? Raise your hand if you if you read it. Have you linked it to your lives? Huh? Dr. Entefa, I don't think you are doing linkages in your school. You must have linkage classes. Please. Huh? Yes? Hello, hello. What you are saying is very true. It's, it's one of the things that we've uh, identified, that um, the students know the material in terms of the facts. But there is no ability to apply 
the knowledge. So what we have done in recent uh, years, at least in the last about one, uh, two years, is that now we are even making our exams more practical. You know, so like the oral exams, trying to let you tell us, you know, or frame the question in such a way that you have to deduce the practical application of it and not just parroting the, 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 the fact. Because writers, they can tell you the fact and all that, but how would you actually put this knowledge to use? You know, it's often not there. And I believe that's what you're talking about. Former anointing reintroduced. Do you have any linkage? Practically, is it a theory that is being written? Is there any former anointing that can, has been reintroduced into the world today? Such as what? Wesley. Is there any former anointing? That is why you may so this this former anointing reintroduced is what may make you read history, biography of people who are dead whom you didn't see. Because through that you may be surprised that God would introduce an anointing which people don't even know about into your life. It's true. So that you may be surprised that what Amy Semple McPherson did, you may do. Or what such as even Maria Woodworth Etta. A lot of people don't know what she did. As she was born into the manifestation of the spirit, etc. And uh, Charles Finney, what he did, George uh, Jefferson, or uh, George Jeffries, you know, what he did, who was he? You see, so there are former anointings and mantles, do you get it, that we do not know anything about because we do not read. And especially when the book is hard to read, we do not read it. Yes. Are you there? New and original anointing. Is there any new original anointing? Whereof it may be said, see, this is new. <laughs> Amen. Then the next chapter continues to be about the anointing, which is, number one, it is difficult to get an anointing. Amen. Now, can you link this to your life practically that it is difficult to get an anointing? Now, what, when you link it to your life, what does it tell you? Why is it difficult? Ben, stand up. Why is it difficult to get an anointing?
um, because um, you are not that vessel and you are trying to become or get an anointing from a vessel, you have to become a vessel type so that you, you can put on the anointing. So you work your way to get the anointing. And it's not easy. Yes, Larry. You see, they, 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 what I'm saying is that when you take the book Mega Church and you read this chapter, it's, it's difficult. Then you have to now link it to yourself practically. Is it difficult? It's very difficult. Why is it difficult? What is difficult? What are the difficulties? For me, today, practically, that will prevent me from getting, becoming anointed. What are the difficulties? Yes. Bishop, I think it, it, it's difficult because it requires humility. And humility is a difficult thing. If I'm to explain. Yeah, like explain. you decide to follow, like Elisha decided to follow Elijah. I mean, first of all, he had to give up bomb his business and follow what he will eat. I mean, just decide to be close. You know, and Elijah was even trying to sack him, but you know, it requires a lot of humility. And I think that's where the difficulty is. In Rick Jones' book, he was talking about the mantle, the, that, that cloak, which is dirty. It's not nice. But it is when you have been able to put it on that you know, you, you attain a certain level. And then where he saw the different doors. I mean, when he got to one of the places, so the door that he didn't really want to enter, that was where the glory was. So I think the humility, that makes it very, very difficult. So, I, I, look around and see, if, are these people humble? Look. Turn around. Are they hum- Come and stand here. Come and stand where I'm standing. Do they look humble or proud? I think we are proud. We are proud. Proud? Yeah. Why do you say that? Because we are not following you the way we should. Why, why do you say that? How can that be? How can you say these people are not following me the way they should? They are we, all my sons. Because we don't have the same results. We are not even close. Pastor Hamish, is that the case? Come and, come and help the debate. You see, we are, we are trying to study the material that you have already. I'm not trying to teach you a new thing. I'm not pretending. Last year, I taught you from a book. It was after I told you this book is from here. Today, I'm telling you the book from the beginning. The book is Mega Church. And we are struggling with it. I, I think that we don't have the results that you have. Uh-huh. Because when, 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 when we look at our ministries and we compare it to yours, when you were at our level, we don't have the same results. When you were, I'm 33. When you were 33, I think you were, you were already a bishop. I don't know. <laughs> but I just became a reverend. And even that, I'm not sure if it's because of fruit or because I've been around for a while, you know. Yeah. From Benin, come and help the debate. You think it's difficult? Why do you think it's difficult? 
when when I apply it practically to myself, I think I don't read as much as you do. Have you been with me while I'm reading before? No, I've heard you on the tapes talk about different books. Um, um, D.L. Moody Smith. I've never read D.L. Moody's book before. So I heard you mention D.L. Moody. I've, I've not read his book before. I see. <laughs> and where D.L. Moody and who? Um, Smith Wigglesworth. I've never read his book before. <laughs> 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 I, 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 I was going to say Charles Finney too, but I'm not sure. <laughs> <Finney too. laughs> well, uh, I'm, um, at least I think um, I can mention Rick Joyner, <laughs> but. but <laughs> I, I think. I think I can. <laughs> I think I can mention Rick Joyner, but um, no, <laughs> no, but but for for me, I, these people are people that I I heard their names from you on 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 tapes about raising the dead, about revivals, but personally, I have not even, I mean, looked at their lives at all, and I feel that. Perhaps that is what is actually making the anointing difficult. We are not we are not seeing like the way you see. We are not thinking about the churches like the way you think about it. There's something that is that's what makes it difficult. I think that's for me practically. So what does it mean? So you are just saying it's difficult. A lot of people want to speak. Yes, it's difficult. That one has got a lot of hands. Hands are going up. It's difficult, yes? Yes, Bishop. Yesterday, you mentioned something about um, advice. And um, last year, I remember you advised us about how we read the books. And um, practically in my life, I feel that the advice that you gave, I have not followed the advice. What did I say? Um, Because last year... Come, Come this way so they can see. Last year, as you taught us, from the books, um, we did not notice that um, you were teaching from a book that we had. Aha, uh-huh, yes. Okay. Until the end of the, the camp. end of the camp, yes. So I feel that um, you have said it and you have told us, but we, I, let me say it for myself that I think that I don't follow the advice. If so I should redistribute <laughs> what those who are reading it to those who are not reading isn't it? No, Bishop. Hmm? So advice. You see, once again, the spirit of counsel. You don't receive it. It means the anointing bumps off like they pew, pew, and it goes off. Straight. And you will want me to lay hands on you. And I say, I will not lay hands on you. You watch. I put my hand in my pocket. <laughs> I lay hands on anybody. I'm not going to lay hands on anybody. You'll be there and I'll also be here. This is the anointed counsel, understanding, wisdom is coming. And when it hits you, boom, it goes back. Because you have made yourself hard ground. It bounces off. Who else can explain that? Napoleon. 
Bishop. Ah, come. Mm-hmm. I think that um, I, I was listening to Alois, and you made a statement. He said, um, uh, and if I will have another one like me, or I mean, you can do what I'm doing. And I began to think about it. That what have you been doing? And I noticed that all that you've been doing, you've uh, documented it, it's in the books. But it's like we've not accepted it, that this is what you've been doing. You think that we are not accepting it? Yeah. Mm. But what are we accepting? <laughs> I, 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 in fact, that made me uh, took the decision that maybe 100% of my materials, everything from you, I'm not looking elsewhere. I think that people are looking so many places, there's no concentration. Concentration, is it in the book? Yeah. Which, 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 what, what key, what number is it? Number what? Number eight, what does it say? Use the secret of concentration. So, I, I felt that we know just a bit of what you are doing and a bit of other people's ministries. So, we are not really becoming you. No, no, you have to become me. But if, like you, can what f- follow, if you are following something, because me, the people that I'm following, I can see that I am entering what they are doing. If I take Kenneth Hagen, it's somebody I've followed for years. I can see it. the ISI convention I had for ministers all over the world. We had about over 3,000 ministers from Francophone countries. Pastors. All, when you ask how many are pastors, every single person in the Kodesh is a pastor. That's what just we've been there together. Kenneth Hagin's ministry. It's not even something that I planned, but when it happened, then I realized that this is the same thing that Papa Hagin was doing. You understand? I was sure that I was planning, I'm planning to do what he did. Though. But as I do, then I suddenly noticed that what he did is what I'm doing. Yeah. Then you, you start to notice if it's miracles. I start be following Ben specifically because of miracle. And I can see myself in it exactly. I'm having the crusades. The last crusade, I had 320,000 people attendance on the last night, one single night. I'm seeing it. Practically. So what I'm following, I'm actually following and seeing it practically walk into it practically so when when the when, when we look at ourselves we realize that we are following something but we are not following it in a way that you can actually experience it and i think what the brother is saying is true now maybe we'll follow but there is there is there is there is a there is not that desire strong enough to make us follow in such a way yeah so we don't we don't actually see it are you with me yeah well any, anything that i've followed if it's fred price i've followed him in such a way that you, you you may think that's why that's why when i talk about practical things the reason why i talk about the research and so on is that look let me not let me not when you see me talking about this there's a theoretical side of me super theoretical but this one is practical so it's not that i cannot do that so when when you see me following somebody you may think that i don't know about others but i know (laughs) 
Yeah. And, and, and I can preach in such a way you think I've never been to school. And I can preach in such a way you know that I've been to school. But I think that it's a reality. Even as I'm preaching myself, I realize that it's true. Whatever I've followed, eh, I've followed it and entered it and seen it. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Jesus appears to me one day in a vision. If it happens, then I'll be able to also say that because those aspects, I have not yet seen it. Yeah. I mean, I can see things I'm following that. It's like it's not. So that is where that thing, idea comes about. Modified anointing. Or, hopefully, Jesus is going to appear to me very soon. Yeah. And you'll be still, I'll be standing here telling you that in the third vision where Jesus appeared to me, he said this and this and that and that and that. He told me that this and that and that. In the third vision. <laughs> Yeah, where I may be explaining things in my third vision of Jesus, where he said this and this and that, he's explaining this. I have not yet seen, but it's possible. The other one too may come. Then I will be able to even say that, you see, even this aspect, I've followed the thing, uh, it has even come to this. So the topic, that it is difficult to get an, an, an it, when you think about it, you ask yourself, why is the, what is the difficulty with you? And somebody brought up, somebody was the first person to speak. Who was it? What did you say? Humility. No, the very first person. Ben, you said what? The vessel has to change. But that vessel is not changing. Because a lot of the things, you see, when you want, if you want to analyze somebody, if somebody was writing about me, the person could really write. The person will write, oh, he's like this, he's this, he's this. One of the things person may say, oh, he's choleric, whatever, and so on. A lot of the things that are being done without a choleric type of immediate action flow, eh, it doesn't happen. So if you are phlegmatic, ah, you have to change it. Yesterday I will tell you the destructiveness of phlegmatism. It's part of the most deceptive things that you will think that the person is very nice and all that. But the person is actually spoiling the ministry. It's true. Killing me softly. It's true. So, brothers and sisters, anybody else? Yes? Uh, James? Stand and speak very quickly. Gentlemen, I think you can go back to your seat. Thank you. Uh, Bishop, what I also learned uh, from reading Rick Jonah's book is the fact that he said that the most difficult part in the Lord is uh, in dealing with us, in conquering us. I think the word is like, I have to conquer you before I'm able to use you. I think that was the kind of something that the Lord said, that before he can use a man, he has to conquer him. And with the principle of vessel change and humility, sometimes to simply accept a fact you know, like a childlike mind to lay your own thinking and just follow. You know, instead of trying to experiment your own again, following somebody who have gone that far. You know, I think that is the area of following somebody is having a, a mind that has been conquered. That you are just simple. You are easily led, easily entreated. I think. That are, is, are you easily led? You practically are you easily led? No, Bishop. Yeah. So I should redistribute the money. 
to you when you are not being led? Why do you say you are not being If it's a bad thing, why do you continue to do it and be able to confidently hold microphone and say, I'm not easily being led? Why do you do that? Why, why are you doing that? Pastor Richard, take a microphone and ask him. Huh? Why, why you are doing something you know is bad and you are doing it and you are saying it. <laughs> oh. Why? Yeah. <laughs> it's like something that is very negative. You know it's negative, yeah. and you are asked, and you confidently say that. I mean, why? So why are you like that? Why have you been that way? Well, Bishop, I just uh, pray for the grace. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's good that I even openly say it to say that you know being conquered, you know, is really lean. Having just a child like mind, and then just follow, you know, concentrate fully, and I just but, pray for the grace. Is there any area in your own life? Yes. Um, the like golf. Let me just ask. I'm. I'm not. I, I don't think I've followed Bishop in that regard. When I talk with some of my friends concerning that, I still try to put one or two reasons why I have not started, and which may not, because like I have not seen the connection. And I don't need to understand before I simply okay. obey. Let somebody help him to get a connection. Pastor Tefu, come stand and take your mic. We are, the camp, we are trying to help ourselves. How do you think golf will help this particular man? He has stayed in your house before, isn't he? You know him. Yeah, yes, Bishop. Uh, give me two or three things that you think may help. I, I, who, who has been to Sierra Leone before to visit Pastor James in his church? Stand up, stand up. Pastor mm-hmm. Nee, anybody else? Stand up. You've been to visit him before in Sierra Leone? Okay. How do you think, he said golf, he has not been able to follow in that, in any way, just give one point that you think that may help him. I, I, I would answer the question by even using myself. I mean, when I was about to start full-time, I'd analyzed, you know, the bishop's life and seen that he had gotten to a point where having, you know, the ability to sit down, to have personal interaction with him, for some time was almost uh, impossible now because of so many things that he's now involved in. And I realized, you know, that one of the ways was by being with him, you know, when he was playing golf. I saw that even before I entered full time. So I took a personal decision when I was coming to train, you know, to learn how to uh, play golf. When, when I started, I just moved into that. And it gave me the opportunity to be able to have some time of interaction. So that is one practical thing that, if you ask me, I've benefited. And I think that I often, when I travel to places and the pastors are not playing golf, one of the things I, I tell them is that when bishop comes around, you know, there is something that if you don't take time, a lay pastor may benefit. But you, the full-time pastor, would never benefit from. But if it comes to a place and in your church, you're a full-time pastor, you don't play golf, and then your assistant, who is a, a lay pastor, plays golf. He would go to the golf course with that person and play golf, be with that person for one hour, two the hours. The whole day, the whole day. The whole day, talk about things. And then, the whole day. you know, 
you, the full-time pastor, would miss out entirely on that. So this Which aspect of the book in the leadership is that? That you'll be with the person for the whole day. Open the chapter. And we, uh, value every moment in the presence of a great leader. Value every... What, say, read it. What do you value say? every moment in the presence of a great leader. Which, which, which you can see because you are not a good leader, you don't value such moments. It has no value to you. You see why you are a bad leader. It has no value to you. Okay, that's only one thing. M- Mary, but what, in what way do you think it may help him from your knowledge of him? Mary, Lulu, do you also go to Sierra Leone? Yeah, just, just whether you play golf or not, do you, do you, is there any way in which you think it may help practically? If you, any of you don't say, I'll say. Um, I think that um, playing the golf, I mean himself. What, how it may benefit James, James. Forokanu practically. That may help his life. It, it will help him to interact with other people also. Well, he doesn't interact I mean, now. Oh, I'm sure he does, but he, it would spread. Okay, I mean, it next. Um, it will improve his thinking. His thinking? Yes. Does he not think well? <laughs> no, it will, it will be better if... Does he think well to you? You're afraid. Okay, next, next, next person. Because of the fear of God. Um, you don't play yourself. So, I don't. Yeah, but do you think there's any way that he, he needs help? Is there any way that he needs help? Yes. What, what help does he need? I, I, I think that if he begins to play golf, he will meet a certain kind of people who will not, um, he, who he will not meet in church. But Okay, all right, sit down. Next. I'm not asking you to give me the benefits of golf. I'm saying this particular person what does he lack that you can get? Um, well, just on the line of what um, Pastor Selassie was saying, in um, Sierra Leone, there are a lot of people, I, we saw a lot of UN cars, people obviously coming outside from, from outside the country. And I see a certain, I just, I've not been, I've been to the golf course just once in my life, but I saw a type of people who are likely to be going to the golf course, whom he's likely to meet witness to them, some of them will come to church, some of them just relationships. And then also, Bishop mentioned something about health. No, forget about that. Okay. Obi, is there any any point in the book, linkage to the book? You said he may meet certain type of people. Does he have such people in your church? UN, the UN people and those kind of top shots, do they come to your church practically? They come for visits once in a while, but they don't stay. You see, you thought of you who have been to Sierra, you are not saying the thing well. Well, Bishop, what I thought was um, interacting with the greats because it also gives you a different life perspective. I, when I came there, I mean, the people I saw, you know, were, you know. Excuse the, me to say. Excuse me, the common people. You know, and I, I, I think being in charge of the whole country, you know, you, you should also be able to interact with, you know, rich people interact with great people, people in authority, people in good positions. Is there anywhere, is there any linkage in the book? Interacting with the great. Well, what what chapter is it? Chapter what? And what is the title of the chapter? Chapter two. Number two. 
interact with the great and the small. So, he's interacting so when with you the small, saw, he's just interacting with, with the, the small. small only. Yeah. Yeah. Well, from our assessment, I think the uh, structure of the place of worship. Well, what about you? You as a, a person. Yeah. What, what the person need? Because what do you think he as a person needs? You as a person, I think. Well, what, you, you, what does he need? I think you need to raise your image. You need to raise <laughs> your image. Because it's like um, when you talk and things you want to do, they're always small, nebulous things you know and I, I and when you raise that image i mean like i've been to nigeria as i've been to the gulf a couple of times and i've met people who you know i met um what church is that kicc the the, the the pastor there you know even telling me oh he just played yesterday with um, his pastor from from london um Matthew Shmuel. and it's like you meet people and people who you can interact with i've met people who own companies you know, so like even trying to get jobs for some of my missionaries and things like that. So interact, going there, I mean, you meet, you certainly meet people. What is, your, what is your educational background? What is your educational background? James. Um, teacher certificate and BSc. 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 BSc in what? In Agric education. Agric education. At where? Which school? Jala uh, University. Jala University. So I think even the golf course there, I mean, that could also put you in some educational level. Which he would help. stayed in your house. Is he able to interact with the small and the great? Or the small? Is he able to interact with the small? I mean, I, I think that basically that is um, one challenge that you need to look at because... Um, no, no, no. You see, you people, that's why we don't get anywhere. No, uh, we don't link the thing. This is this. This is this. So with parambulations around and around and around. The man is standing here. Either we help him or we cannot help him. You understand? Because he's here. He's the national leader. His main interaction is with a certain type of... When he came to stay in your house, what revelation did you experience? The, the revelation is his inability to relate you know, with um, great people. <laughs> <laughs> Read the point. What's the point? 54. It says that eight groups of people you must influence. What's the chapter called? Grow in your influence. Grow in your influence. So as a national leader, he must, by now, at least if you know even some parliamentarians, ministers, Jesus knew rich people, he knew leaders in the community. What are the eight people that you must? Older people, younger men. Eight people that you must do what? Eight groups of people you must influence. Yeah. Number one? Older men, younger men, older women, younger women, servants, poor people, rich people, leaders. See, it's all in the book. Clearly, it's there. You read, link it to yourself and ask, which rich people do I influence? It's part of your, your job. 
You said one day he came to stay in your house. He went to sleep somewhere. You see, you don't say all these things. You know, that is like... You see, the, the thing is not practical. It's not linked. It's not linked. And, um, and I, I, I think that confidence, you know, to, to, have, to have confidence uh, in himself. Um, because when he was living with me, uh, honestly, some of the attitudes... You know, in terms of not being able to be himself, say what he thinks, you know, even ask what things could be done uh, for him. I, I, I found it a little uh, disturbing. And it's like not being able to relate with the great and also not having confidence. You need to develop your confidence. And it comes by relating, reading, you know, improving. Uh, you said one yourself. day he went somewhere and he slept somewhere. What happened? He, 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 he. Let's go for breakfast. Let's go for breakfast. The points are not. One day he was, he was staying with me, and I have I've actually even forgotten exactly what happened. But okay, yes. I think that what we are doing. What we are doing is not humiliating. We are helping one another. That's what we should say that. That's a practical example. If it's you, we will say it. This is what I'm saying. So we should say it so that we can all up our Have game. I not used you to laugh at you at a camp before? There are camps you, you can hear. Yeah. I person tell for that. I start, I just break out in laughter. <laughs> you see? So I think that it is, I mean, I think that Pastor Kanos is, is over humility, which therefore has negative, a lot of negative effects. Like you told us that he came to stay in your house and he went out. Uh, when he came, came a little late. You had locked the door. Instead of knocking and ringing the bell, he went to sleep in an uncompleted house across the road. They didn't know it because he didn't want to disturb my host. No, you're a stranger in Ghana. He got to so person. Jeff was very worried. He said, oh, he came. The morning he came home. When I came, it was late. I didn't want to disturb you. So I went to sleep in an uncompleted house across the road. Oh? Yeah. Is that the case, Pastor James? There's something wrong with that. You see, as a person, you see, when we talk about the vessel must change, you see, there's something wrong with that whole the person. It's not a national leader's mentality. No national leader will go and sleep in an uncompleted house on the cement floor without roof, without whatever, just because you don't want to disturb your host when you are an international guest. There is something wrong with that. So, all these things, you see, they, they, so playing golf will make you, I mean, you see, golf is not, it's just one example. It's not as though golf is God or golf is, there's nothing, but there are things that you can see as a person. That's why you cannot be a national leader. Yeah. And, and you may say, oh, I don't have the anointing, the anointing, I've been soaking in the tape, trying to preach it. There's more to it, there's more to that. Has far more to anointing and so on than what we are trying to limit it to. I listen to the tape and I preach it exactly with the same, I use the same examples and all that. <clears throat> so you see, you, at your person, the human being, needs some improvement. Yes. But you see, when you are advised, you may not take the advice. So you don't receive the spirit of counsel. It bounces off shit, back. Back to sender. The thing came. <laughs> and hit the top. Pew, back. With reason. 
you don't understand. You see, in my case, you see this, you see that. That is it. That's the commonest reason for somebody who does. So that's anointing is counsel, spirit of counsel. It comes. Back. Wisdom, what to do. Back. Understanding, you don't read. The book will be given to you. You don't meditate. Back. Knowledge. Information. Facts. Back. So, all my efforts are trying to get you to understand, to know, to learn, to believe, to become greater. You become greater where you are. You become what you can become. Not that I will become, but you will become who you can become. So if you refuse it, and that's what I say that the poor get poorer and the rich get richer. Since Ghana became independent, we've been getting poorer. All through the revolutionary era and all this period that we have, democracy and so on, we have been getting poorer and poorer and poorer and poorer. And we are poorer now than ever before. We are poorer than we have ever been. Yeah. Because certain things don't change. Are you with me? So brothers and sisters, so that's, so that's why how God would, it will make so you say, I don't have the anointing, bishop has anointing, certain people, even though you may not see certain governmental people or certain whatever, I am very connected all over the place. Yeah. Very, very, very connected. In any of the governments, any people come or these people come, I have ways with all of them. It's true. Huh? Another point. Give him a mic. Okay, Jeff, sit down. Because when he mentioned uh, maybe his education and whatever, maybe he feels he can relate. But the book says they relate with all kinds of people, including people who are not your type. Not your type. Yeah. Well, what type is he? Maybe he feels that maybe he's not the type who normally goes to a golf course or whatever, yeah. but he must learn to flow with Dr. Intefo and you see somebody who sleeps in an uncompleted what type of people sleep in uncompleted houses homeless squatters destitute vagabonds I mean people without jobs People, I mean, that's the lowest type of whatever stays in uncompleted houses. What pajamas will you wear over there? <laughs> so you see pastors, yeah, so pastors, you see that the thing, it takes a bit more than you may think. It's just, at least I'll soak in the tape, uh, then I'll become something. The vessel, you see what? Ben said, the vessel is not changing to correspond with a certain type of anointing. It's true. You've got to change the vessel. Amen. So that's why it's difficult. It's difficult. Why else is it difficult? Yes. Buyo. Bishop, I think it's difficult because um, 
going for the anointing places a direct challenge on our characters. So, for example, um, you know, the ability to be disciplined and uh, to continuously, because it, we are taught that the anointing is a hard thing. So the ability to persevere consistently for a long period of time until something is absorbed. Because sometimes one gets started by the ability to even finish until you see it. Because we all have certain character disabilities, if I may use that word. Maybe, for example, if you are somebody who has a problem with the opposite sex, you have a track record of always being involved. Not necessarily you sleep with the women, but there's always a story linking you with some mishap or so on. And so that can be a challenge because God, I mean, from my point of view, in terms of that, um, placing the anointing on you, that character disability can be a problem for the anointing to come. And it can always be a discouragement to you because just as you're about to rise out of it, then another trap comes again, you fall down again. And that can be a, a discouragement. And there are yeah. so other, many other character disabilities that we are struggling with. And that can be a direct challenge on the anointing and chasing it. Amen. So your character uh, can. But especially the point about the discipline to maintain the persistence in something until you see for a long time. Yeah. Peter. Uh, Bishop, uh, there's something that you said uh, about the temperament that I think is, you said that your ministry ends at your, I mean, at, your, your, temperament. at your temperament. Yeah. And if I've been thinking about that, and even when you're uh, talking about phlegmatism, that how can I change to become a certain kind of forceful person to make the church work? So I, I think that that's one of the difficulty it poses. So I'm, I'm still trying to discover how I can change myself to be, you know, like acquire certain, I know that you can flow in all, but some, some of them, because of the natural, how you were born, <laughs> they are apparent. <laughs> so so I, I, I feel that your temperament also limits you and can affect the way you can acquire the anointing. Even the person that you are following, it can, it can I mean, place huh? a barrier. See, I say something, Pierre? Ah, okay. Very good. Yeah, Pastor Sam, last. I'm talking about the pers- persistence till the anointing is put to use. I remember you used um, the story of the five foolish virgins in um, Steps to the Anointing when they were asked by the other, the five wise virgins, when they were asked by the foolish ones for extra oil. And you said you shouldn't uh, partake in other men's sins. So I realize that on the concentrating and going to, to the point where the anointing can be put to use, you come across um, things that may look like nice and kind and um, okay. But you said in the book that certain things can prevent you giving oil to somebody, to a friend who doesn't have it, may look like. A good thing. But if you do so, you'll be deprived of what you need when it's required most. And that, that ministered and ministers to me very, very personally, not partaking in other men's um, 
Who have you yes. been giving oil to? Um, I think I will link it to another thing you said in a, um, another no, book. Who have you been giving oil to? <laughs> don't, don't, don't give another book. I have a lot of points here. I want to give them. I think um, other men, I mean other people. Other... You see, it's not linking it to something practically. So we cannot get the practical revelation. Huh? If somebody can help me. In a book about avoiding distraction. Avoid number what? When you mentioned that, you mentioned the number because now the leadership, we are taking it like loyalty. You say the phrases, you quote it like that, it's number 46. And then you know that avoid, this one is avoiding distraction that we are using. 62. 62. It's called what? Avoid distraction. Avoiding distraction. Yeah. Things that distract. Amen. Even when Obama was coming, I felt that somebody was going to call me, some other was going to call me that maybe I should come and all that. So I put my phone aside so that I would not get such a call. What am I going with Obama? What is it? It has no use to my life. To me personally, all these things are useless. I'm going to stand there sheepishly as one of them. You should have seen them. People who don't smile were smiling. Every day we see them on TV, they don't smile. But that day, all their teeth we saw. I'm sure they all went to the dentist before Obama came. (laughs) A good leader avoids distraction. Okay, so the anointing, the rest of you have a chance to talk later, is difficult. But these are one of the reasons why it's difficult. People are not humble. When you give advice, people don't take it. They don't follow it. So later you say, I've been listening to tapes. Some don't listen to tapes. They'll be listening to so many different things. Some don't even know what they're actually following. So so you, you, you have to have a particular aim. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Okay. Then you must have a strong desire. So I, I remember listening to Benny Hinn and he said something. You know, he said that one of the uh, reason, things that gives the anointing is hunger. Spiritual hunger. You know, and that scripture, blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness. They shall be filled. It is God anoints the desirous, people with desires for the thing. So you need to be filled with such a persistent and strong desire. Amen. For the anointing. Amen. Are you there? Okay, so now steps to the anointing. And we are talking about understanding this whole thing better. So that we can become more anointed. And the first step to the anointing is the principle of vessel change. That the vessel has to change. Amen. Amen. The vessel, the person, the person has to change. Amen. Amen. Are you there? Now, it's so important that we change according to the gift and the grace of God that we desire and that we are working towards. It's so important. Do you get it? It's so important. And without that, you will never be able to carry it. Because to carry Coca-Cola, you need a Coca-Cola bottle. And so you have to become changed from a clay pot or a plain water bottle 
to a red-colored bottle before Coca-Cola can be put into you. Otherwise, you never qualify, okay, to carry Coke because you are a water bottle or you are a cocoa cup. Okay? So you are never used for for Coca-Cola because the vessel has not been modified. Perhaps this is the one and the greatest step to becoming anointed. It's only this one. The change. Yes. And I don't know what else to say about this particular point. 